Take a guess. How many decisions does the average person make per day? It's about 70. That's a lot of decision making and choices to be made, isn't it? Of course, that doesn't include all the things we do on autopilot or make a habit, like deciding to brush our teeth twice a day. In short, we make a lot of decisions on a daily basis. You could basically say that they run our lives. We also make more decisions now than ever in the history of humankind. We certainly make more choices than our ancestors did. It starts with simple things like the clothing and the food that's available to us. My name is Ronika Jacobs and you have found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. And so for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. episode 115, The Power of Decision-Making. When we go back in time a couple of generations, most people had two or three outfits to choose from, one of those outfits being their Sunday best. Today, we have entire small rooms, also known as walk-in closets, stuffed with an enormous amount and selection of clothes and accessories. Think about your food choices. We can pick from a vast variety of breakfast items at home or head to Starbucks for a coffee and pastry. And that's only the beginning of our day. We also have a lot more choices when it comes to the big decisions in life, like where to go to school, what to study, what profession to work in, and where to live. We are no longer limited to doing what our parents did. Instead, We can live where we want, how we want, and earn our living doing something we enjoy. When we change our minds, it's fairly easy to change course and do something else, like move across the country or even out of the country. We have a lot more disposable income and more time for the fun stuff. That brings with it an entirely different category of decisions and choices. Add to this the fact that we have more information at our fingertips than ever before, it's no surprise that making choices and decisions can be a bit overwhelming. At the same time, we are expected to consume more information than ever on a regular basis and make smart and confident choices based on that information. I can't think of a single career that doesn't require you to keep up with the trends and changes on a frequent basis. Quite a few of them involve digging through and filtering tons and tons of news and updates, drawing conclusions, and making decisions based on what you've learned. There's a reason this is called the information age. 
it should come as no surprise that in this day and age, being able to make the right decisions fast is becoming a more and more valuable skill. It's something you should focus on and improve. It will help you in all areas of your life. From preparing and saving for retirement to choosing a beautiful house in a friendly neighborhood to getting ahead in school or at work. Being able to make the right choices quickly and confidently is one of the most valuable leadership skills and something that will get you ahead faster than just about anything else. It's an essential skill to learn or improve. So let's talk about bad choices or wrong decisions and failures. Now, I'm not saying to be afraid to make choices and decisions. More importantly, don't be scared to make the wrong choice or a poor decision. The truth is that we all fail in this area at times. It's part of being a human. Making wrong decisions or choices isn't such a bad deal. Instead, it's usually a good thing. Contrary to what you may have heard, failing is a good thing too. It's how we learn. We learn from our mistakes, not from our successes. Achievements are born from failure and persistence. Stop being afraid of making the wrong choice. Stop procrastinating on critical decisions. Instead, use the information and resources you have to arrive at the best result you can and do so confidently. When you fail... And remember, it's a when, not an if. Embrace that failure and learn from it. Move on and do better. Don't beat yourself up over failures. They are a part of life and to be celebrated and are to be celebrated as learning opportunities. Some of the most respected minds of our time have done that and are doing that to this day. Let me tell you a little story about one of the greatest inventors of all time. Thomas Edison. He's the guy that came up with the light bulb, something that took a reported 1,000 tries to create. Here's what he said when confronted with this large amount of failures and wrong decisions. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. That is the kind of attitude and mindset I want you to embrace when it comes to decision-making. Thomas Edison didn't spend days and days agonizing about what glass to use, what metal to try in the filaments, or what decision to experiment with next. Instead, he picked something quickly and gave it a try. He obviously wasn't worried about failure. He embraced failure and learned something from each failed attempt. Here's another quote from him that illustrates this mindset perfectly. I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. So failure, wrong choices, bad decisions, they're all a part of the process. The faster you fail, the sooner you'll taste sweet success. Make that your motto and use it going forward. It will help you to get started with what I'm about to share with you in the next few episodes and will serve you well going forward. Remember that decision-making is a skill. That's right. Decision-making is a skill. 
And like any other skill, you get better with practice. When you start to embrace the possibility of failure, it becomes easier to practice this decision-making skill. So for now, I want you to spend a little time on mindset and realize that decision-making is a skill you can and you should practice daily. So it's about changing your mindset. The further you move along in your education, in your job, and in your career, the more decisions you have to start to make for yourself. Think back to your school days. In elementary school, your teachers would make most of it, if not all of, this is, all of the decisions for you regarding your schoolwork. Your teachers would tell you what chapters to read and what to do for homework. As you moved on in your education to high school and college, you started to have to make more of those decisions, like choosing electives and what classes you would like to take. Eventually, it was up to you to choose those courses and when and how much to study and what to write about in your term paper. The further you moved along, the more responsible you become for your education. The same holds true for the jobs in a corporation or an organization. You may start out at a lower level where you're told by your superiors what to do. As you move up the corporate ladder and start to take more of a leadership position and more and more of those decisions will be yours to make. When you start to have a team under you, you will be expected to make a lot of the decisions for them, not just yourself. As you continue to move up and become more and more of a leader, more decisions will fall fall to you. You'll be expected to make more of them and make them quickly. To top it all off, the decisions will carry more and longer lasting consequences the higher you move up. During this process, you will get better at making right decisions fast. The better you get at this, the better you'll do in your job, in your career, and in your life in general. You won't be one of those people who agonizes over critical decisions. You won't put off choosing the right 401k or 403b plan, but instead you pick one, get the paperwork completed, and start saving for your golden years. You pick the right house for you and your family, and you go to closing, sign that purchasing contract before someone else comes along and snatches it right from under your nose. You take the job offer and learn what you're supposed to be doing as you progress. In short, you learn to live your life to the fullest. You live your best life now with no regrets. So that brings up an important point about why making confident choices is such an important skill. Making decisions and being confident about them is an incredibly rewarding feeling. We feel like we make a difference and we're making progress. So in turn, that is the key to feeling fulfilled and living a rich life. In other words, the secret to fulfillment is to make confident choices. In the next episode, I will talk about two different ways to make confident decisions. The first is to focus on well thought out decisions. That doesn't necessarily mean that you need to take a long time to make them, but speed isn't the main focus here. Instead, let's look at getting faster at the process of decision making. Remember to practice what you're learning. The more you practice decision making, the better you'll be at it when it counts. 
My name is Ronika Jacobs. If you've liked what you just heard in this episode, please like, share, comment. I would really appreciate it. If you would like to learn more or you would like to um, book me for a workshop, you may contact me at rjacobs at striveforleadership.com. You can also find me and get a daily dose of motivation on my Facebook page. The Facebook page is this my company name. It's Strive Leadership Consulting, LLC. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Strive for more.